Welcome back to another episode of the Leaders Who Love What They Do podcast. And we have got a special for you today. We're coming towards the end of the year and we thought that you would absolutely love to hear about what we think about Christmas and looking back at our year here at Blue Bottle Coaching. So do join us today to think a little bit about the previous year, to look ahead and also to talk a little bit about Christmas. Why not? It is the season. So I have got a very, very special guest with me today. I have Emma Higginson with me today, who is my virtual assistant but oh my goodness she does so much more than what it says on the tin so she does our marketing she does our PR she looks after the podcast she helps me think about the strategic direction of where we're going and most importantly we have such a great meeting every Friday where we talk about almost everything and uh, as well as a lot of work so I'm absolutely delighted that she could join us today to to talk a little bit about what what she likes as well and and also for you to meet her meet Emma behind the scenes hello Emma hello lovely to be here (laughs) so nice to have you on the podcast and you listen to so many podcasts Emma it's lovely that you're actually in one this is my first ever podcast appearance so yes thank you oh that's fantastic (laughs) that's absolutely fantastic so Emma tell us about your year I know that you're so busy not just not just with me but with all your other clients and so tell us about your year 2021 how's it been we started it in lockdown didn't we yeah, I think it was just after or just before last Christmas. Gosh, it's all such a blur. But the year started in lockdown because I remember I, I was homeschooling and juggling work, I think, until it was after the Easter holidays, I think, in the end. So, yeah, the year started with back to the kitchen table with my laptop and the homeschooling. It somehow we got along. We managed to get it all done. So it was fine. I think probably one of the highlights for me this year after the homeschooling and juggling work was actually relocating into the home office with my husband I kind of earned myself a space in the office away from the kitchen table so yeah huge highlight to be out of the kitchen (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely and it's been I think it's been such an amazing year hasn't it when you look back at what uh, everything that's happened not just in terms of COVID but in terms of just managing the whole the homeschooling and then managing the summer holidays and managing trying to keep everyone going and then managing more COVID cases it's been quite a year and and even within all of that we've managed to do a lot as well in terms of the work so it's yeah a great year and maybe uh, we'll look back on it and think how did we do all of that but I think like you said we just sort of kept going so Emma how do you uh, how do you think about the next year when you plan ahead I'm always I always love asking people this question now how do you think about the next year do you have a vision of the whole year as it as it is do you divide it up into you know work or and family and other things or how do you how do you think about that period of time my sort of focus interestingly into the new year. And I think it's from listening to the last couple of your podcasts when you've sort of talked about the importance of wellness in the workplace and how important it is and that getting that kind of balance right when we are still adjusting to the new normal. I want to start the new year really healthy and well. Yes. And I want to start yoga and I put mine into quarters. I'm very kind of quarterly in my head. So I'm okay. kind of like, so I'm like, right, we'll sort of Jan to March. Obviously, my focus is obviously coming over to see you for the yes, weekend and so to work together and that. <laughs> have fun together. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Yeah, I kind of break mine into into quarters, really. Kind of my Jan to March, I feel right about New Year's resolutions and what I'm going to do. I kind of list out the new things that I want to learn in terms of work. So there's new podcast editing platforms I really want to have a play with. And I have my New Year's resolutions for work and then I have my new year's resolutions for personal so it's going to be yoga just to turn my head off my brain off when I need to and then my first quarter of the year is about wellness and what new things can I learn to professionally 
get better at what I do for the rest of the year. I love that. I love that. And the putting the emphasis on that personal development and personal growth, of course, that's all about we're, what we're all about here. And mm. and, I, and I love it that it's sort of so holistic as well, isn't it? You know, you're thinking about your, your physical health, but also what you want to learn. And yeah, I think that's that's wonderful. And as you said, I'm so looking forward to our, our retreat together. I, I'm thinking of it as a retreat. Got so many things, so many ideas. Most of it does, in fact, revolve around food at the moment, but don't worry, it'll get serious as well. No, I can't wait. It'll be amazing because, you know, we met a year ago because we've been working together just over a year now, which is yes. amazing when you think about it. And we've both, you know, we've we work online together and you're on the, you know, the French Swiss border and I'm here in the UK, sorry. And we are really, really connected and we have these brilliant calls on Fridays, but it's going to be so nice to come over because you've talked about it, human connection and how yes. energizing it is. So, you know, I'm your VA and all sorts of other things, but we've become friends as well. So yes. our retreat is just going to be really brilliant because I know we're going to come up with lots of, you know, new, I know we're going to have lots of lovely food and days out, but the planning, I think you and I are going to do in person is going to be amazing. I'm really excited to come and meet you and see you. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm so excited too. And I think you're absolutely right. I think, you know, I think between us, we always have so many ideas. We're great ideas people. Mm. And I think the second course is it could be quite busy because we might have quite a lot of ideas that come up. It's going to be brilliant. I think we both need to bring a very large notebook because, you know, we work virtually and obviously we have ideas. And sometimes if you're not near your phone to ping it over or you're not near the Trello board or whatever, yes. you kind of you have it in your head and then brainstorming together in person with a notebook and a pen. I think it's going to be really, really good. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And like you said, the human connection part of it is just so important, isn't it? It's mm. going to be so nice to be able to go for a walk in the mountains and talk things through and uh, have a coffee and see what life is like. I can't wait to show you around a little bit and also introduce you to my family here as well. That's going to be really important. And then when I come to England, hopefully I can do a little visit down to you as well. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a year of truly connecting next year, I think. Exactly. And it is just doing more things physically and in person. In the last week, I've had two Christmas work do's, as it were. We went for dinner and there was eight of us. And I can't remember the last meal I'd had with a group of people. And then I was up in Leeds with another client for their teamwork too, which I'd organised. And you just forget how lovely it is just Mm. to see people in person. Absolutely. Well, on that note, let's shift into Christmas mode because I know we're desperate to sing carols. I'm not the singer. (laughs) You're the singer. You don't want me singing. For you, Emma, what's the best part of the Christmas season, the Christmas holidays? What do you love? Oh, that's a really good question. It's changed because my children are older now. They're um, they're 12 and 14. So it's different to what it was, you know, when they were much younger. I really love it when the kids break up from school and we'll jump on the train to London to see the Christmas lights. I really look forward to just having that family time. And I really enjoy, it's just the traditional things, you know, I really enjoy making the mince pies with the kids and the sausage rolls. And I still, you know, we all decorate the tree together and they still go to bed and I still change things around to how I want it to be, you know, I'll try yes. to be, oh yeah, do it however you want to. And then I'll be like, yes. I'm just going to put that one there and that one there. So that's still the same. It's just really having that time with the kids. Just still love Christmas morning, whether it's just the four of us, we've got family, you know, still getting really dressed up, yes. you know, getting yes. the best dress on, even though you're at home. And I think just being at home being with the children and baking and just 
being really present really in that magical Christmassy time so that's still there even though they're older now I can totally relate to that mm. and I think uh, for me I, I just love that time those first few days where there's no rush and where we can have a leisurely breakfast all together and the time question just turns off for a few days and I, I really enjoy that and and as you say all kind of preparations for Christmas doing the cards doing the wrapping up the presents together all of that I absolutely yeah. love and I really enjoy going into the mountains I mean here we're so lucky we just have the mountains on our doorstep really and going out in the mountains that period between Christmas and New Year is often very pretty with sometimes with a lot of snow but even if it's not snowy those crisp lovely bright days and having time again with the children up there the mobile phones don't work up there and all we have to worry about is well where can we find a hot chocolate and I I just love problems like that yeah the simple pleasures of getting out in nature that time of year it's really really nice it's when you can sort of get your kids out I mean you live somewhere very mountainous and snowy so that must be really really lovely during the Christmas week do you completely forget what day is what like is that 10 days I literally don't know what day of the week it is I lose track of all sense of what part of the week I'm in and it's lovely well our week becomes dictated to by the weather if there's snow at what time of the day is it going to be snowing because that's actually not a great time to be in the mountains because you can't see anything (laughs) Um, so the ideal is to go after the snow but not too late in the evening as well so there's there's all this kind of fine tuning around around the weather and then of course the weather might change so things become uh, planned around the weather and of course my phone doesn't always have the same weather as someone else's phones and at the moment there is snow so um, we're just hoping that it stays and that we can get walking with the um, the snowshoes which are wonderful or a bit of skiing if if, if there's enough for that as well oh, and then there's a, of course the all the mountain food that's great in this region as well that everything has got melted cheese involved what sort of food do you get the mountains in this area with the alps as well in the alps and the jura and the vosges mountains and we're close to kind of all three and but also in this area of uh, Franche Comte there's a lot of cheese lots of really nice cheese there's oh. Comte cheese that's just eaten solid but then you have this wonderful cheese which comes in a round box called uh, Mondor and then you put that in the oven with a little bit of white wine on the top oh wow and you bake it and then you eat it with bread or with um, with little bits of meat as well or potatoes and it's almost like a fondue and then you've got the raclette which is the, the small little bits of cheese that you put on a paddle and you put it under a heated element in the middle of the table. And so we'll do one of those for you, Emma, when you come. It's amazing. And in this area throughout France, I think, although I'm sure I'm sure some of our listeners will be able to correct me on that, but certainly in this region and right to the north, the uh, raclette in the winter is a favourite. And it's, it's a dinner with no preparation. All you've got to do is cook the potatoes. That's it. What do you do on Christmas Day? So you know, you've been in France how many years now? So we've been here now for 10 years. So we, uh, so we tend we're in church in the morning and I'm often singing and often with my daughters as well. So that's, that's kind of the morning. And then we come back and we, we mix the traditions. So we, um, (laughs) I was going to ask whether you do the traditional pigs in blankets, the turkey stuffing, or do you have a, do you have a fusion now? We do a fusion. Quite funny. It doesn't involve turkey, but it also doesn't involve oysters. <laughs> so uh, Oysters? Oysters. Yeah. So oysters and, and that seafood is very, very popular, but we don't do that. We do do a, a big meal on the 24th, which a lot of people here do as well. But then we do do a roast, traditional English roast, but with chicken. <laughs> so 
we're very fusion, very fusion. We just do what we like, really. That's one of the benefits of being a foreigner. In fact, you can kind of create your own. So, um, yeah, we do the roast, but the crackers, turkey. We have crackers. Yeah, we have crackers this year, which is amazing. And quite often, somebody very kindly sends us a Christmas pudding in the post, which is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. We have a, and I make a traditional English Christmas cake that I share with all my students with my um, my English school. So this week we're doing uh, carols in the street, and then we have the the Christmas cake. This year, unfortunately, we can't have our indoor party, but we're going to give out the cake outside, and we're going to sing outside like we normally do. But we'll give out the cake. So yeah, so it's a real fusion, real yeah, but still really, really festive and and lovely. With your Christmas pudding, do you put the money in and hide it? Do you do that tradition? No, we My don't. Grand because, oh, I'd love yeah. to. I'd, I've never done that. I'd love to. I'd love to be a part of a, a Christmas pudding with a be around the table when someone finds the penny. Do you do that in your family? My grand always used to do it, and I remember years and years ago, not long after my um my parents separated. You know, money was a bit tight for my dad, and I remember we having the Christmas pudding, and I remember like. <laughs> I think my grand, she somehow wouldn't have been five pound notes then, but it was a note like, under his Christmas pudding. And then we were like, oh my goodness, there's oh. notes in this Christmas. We could not believe it. I remember that. And I thought that was really lovely. But no, we've, yeah. we don't really do it because I'm the only one that likes Christmas pudding. I mean, it's very rich. Yes. I, I yes. love it. But we, we get one, but it's one of those things that's left over. But when we do serve it up, we'll always write, you know, a couple of pound coins, a couple of five P's, and then obviously put it in after, not before you microwave it, obviously. <laughs> And then we heat the brandy in the pan and then we light it and then we ladle it and pour it all over and oh, turn the lights nice. off. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, oh. that's always really fun. I can really imagine that because, and in your beautiful house, I mean, obviously, the people who are listening on a podcast you can't see, but Emma has an absolutely beautiful house, beautiful cottage. So it's just like the perfect setting for an English Christmas. It's, yep. yeah, it's just lovely. So, Emma, we I think it's time to wrap up. Now, I know that you did want to sing, but I'm not going to ask you to sing. No. Um, we'll, we'll add a little bit of Christmassy music on perhaps <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> just uh, thank you so much Emma for joining us today it's been so nice to have a little chat and to talk about our lives because often you know when I'm behind this microphone I'm talking mm. seriously about stuff so yeah. it's uh, it's very nice to have a chat about the other things that are important in life as well family and festivities and time together so that's really brilliant it's been a pleasure I had just have one last question for you Anne. oh what, yes do you have any new year's resolution oh yeah oh gosh I have so many <laughs> You need to put them onto a Trello board for you. <laughs> yes, please put them onto a Trello board. <laughs> Oh gosh, yes. Where to start? Well, I have big New Year's resolutions Mm. and then I have small ones. So I have the big ones are things like I really want to to focus on this idea of being expansive for next year. You know, next year I know is going to bring a lot of changes for me and my family. And I want to make sure that I really nurture that feeling of expansion and being expansive in my thoughts. Because I think when you have a lot on, it's quite easy to do the opposite, actually, and to Mm. think, oh, well, let's just do the essential. But actually, we have the potential to do more than just the essential because it's, it is always possible to look, look bigger, look broader and to keep being excited by those big projects. So that for me is a little, a little reminder to get too drawn into those sort of mm. the practicalities that I know that there's going to be a lot to do um, next summer when we're moving. That's my big resolution. And then my little resolution, in fact, it's interesting to hear that you're doing your yoga because it is for me to really restart my yoga because I have another little dream 
dream, actually, Emma, that I haven't shared with you before. But I would, at one point, really like to train to be a yoga teacher. Love that. So, but in order to do that, Emma, I need to get a bit better at yoga. (laughs) Yeah, I would just like to be a bit bendier and a bit stretchier. Yeah. So my little resolution is to go back to doing yoga every morning. I used to be so good at that and it made me feel great. And I know that I can do that. It's Mm. not, I would say it's not a stretch goal because I know I can do it. When life changes and when the rhythm of the day has changed a lot now because my children don't need me to take them to school. And I kind of haven't made that switch to putting back into place that yoga that I really want to do. So that's, that's my smaller goal. Well, we can, we can, we can be, I know we can be yoga accountability buddies and I think it's just also you know we're both working mums and we both work from home and we're also juggling a home and you know all sorts of other things and it's just about carving out that even 15 minutes before you go to bed or before everybody gets up I think it's just really important just to be still and have that time for you so we'll, we'll do it together and so this time next year we're just going to be yogis and Colin's yoga retreat in the mountains. It, it could well there be. There you go. Oh, That's one yes. for the vision board. That's it. One for the vision board. There we go. For the Trello board. We'll put that on. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And to Pleasure. all our listeners, thank you for joining us. And we wish you all a very, very happy Christmas, a very happy New Year. And uh, we look forward to seeing you all very, very soon. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you.